Hello, hello, sleepyheads. Welcome back to Droolish. Joey here. Let's get to it. Welcome back to Droolish, episode 55, I believe. And I say this every time I mention an episode number because, oh my God, it's still can't believe I'm making episodes. Not that I don't want to make episodes. I actually enjoy making episodes a lot. I'm just very thankful and very happy, and I feel very humbled to be getting uh, just more people listening. And uh, like I said, I want to thank you guys. Uh, for listening. Uh, unfortunately, if you are listening, and if this, this is your first time listening, Droolish is a sleep and relaxation podcast focusing on helping you relax, calm your day, and ideally fall asleep. Some people tend to have their mind raced during the day. Some people just need that nice background noise. And hopefully I'm able to create an experience where you're able to uh, lay down, relax, and just let the day unwind. I do my best to provide value by talking about a variety of subjects. Uh, some subjects are very important to me because I find it really cool. Sometimes it might be sports betting, uh, startups, and I also talk about other things that might pique my interest, and I think that also might provide uh, better sleep quality to you. And this episode, specifically, I'm going to be talking about uh, how I spent the last 30 days spending uh, time tracking time. And... I wanted to do this, uh, family used to do this a lot uh, when I do consulting and, and business. Uh, I've developed a habit to always track in real time what I'm doing with work, what I'm doing with projects, you know, if I'm working on a client, like what am I doing, writing down the notes. And uh, I'm fortunate that I've learned that because it's still kind of ingrained into kind of my everyday life. So I wanted to turn the, t you know, turn turn a 180 or turn the table or whatever it's called and focus my efforts on improving my day-to-day -day productivity because uh, I know with the gig economy and people who are generally uh, like to focus on more work-life balance or or you're not stuck in a nine-to-five job I don't want to say that say it like that it's a bad thing but generally if you have a more flexible schedule uh Paying attention to what you're doing at your job and getting the job done is one thing, but spending time outside of, you know, your work, the things that you aren't uh, really, so I want to say super passionate. Now, some people love their jobs, but, uh, but generally your free time, uh, things that you could be doing to say, if you wanted to become rich or you wanted to say, uh, I don't know, start a project, do a side hustle, whatever. Uh, I've, think time tracking is a good way to uh, figure out what you're doing and how you're spending your time and then finding a way to resolve it. And uh, one of the biggest catalysts that got me to start tracking time is, uh, is from uh, a Sam Ovens article called Tired of Wasting Your Time. And then parentheses, watch this. Uh, he created a video on his website and I think it's on YouTube as well. And I've mentioned this before, I've been reading a lot more on Sam Ovens and kind of his methodologies, and I find, him, find the way he talks and how he communicates to be um, very similar to how I would communicate, except he's already been able to do a lot of the stuff that I wish I can do. Um, and he's also able to 
create material that's digestible, but he's done it in a way to where like how he talks is very reminiscent. Um, so maybe that's why I'm able to resonate with him a lot more. Um, but I really caught, I really thought this article was amazing because I stumbled upon it during my whole 30, uh, time, my, my whole 30 experiment. And, uh, when I started doing this, uh, you know, he mentions, you know, you might be pulling, uh, well, I'll, I'll essentially read a summary because I can't just, I can't do it myself. I mean, I can, but I'm not doing it justice. Are you tired of doing a thousand different things and feeling like you're going nowhere? Time is the most finite and precious thing we have in life. When you spend time doing the decisions you make, this will determine how good or bad your life is. And then he talks more about his other stuff, but essentially this is a good way to to see that there are, I would say to show how you're spending your time and he the way he goes about doing it is that he creates a grid more or less and he uses a tool called like the 80 20 rule or something along those time, along those lines and he assigns a dollar value to all that that's like um like down the road stuff but like the key thing that uh, i took away from is that he explicitly talks about gamifying your life in a sense of saying hey if you have 100 units in a week, how are you currently allocating them? And if you track your time, you'll be able to measure out what percentage of the week that you're actually saying being productive, what percentage you're not. That's it. There's nothing more. And a lot of things that I've always learned and everything I've always done growing up and even just how I study, uh, you know, I'm generally like a video learner, but still I learn by doing. And one of the biggest things by doing is by writing down what I'm doing or how I'm doing it and then uh, assessing it and then turning it into actionable insights. So I could say like, oh, hey, here's what I did this week. Now, what's the next step? You know, it's one thing to track your time. It's another thing to put action in it. Now, why this is important to you if you're listening or even to me as I speak out loud is that when you track time, there are certain elements that you could track and depending on what your focus is on, you can cater, you know, how you track your time because it's going to be visual. And the big thing that I want to mention here is that you, you definitely want to have an idea of how you're, of what you're doing, how you're tracking time specifically. So um, the big thing that Sam Evans uh, mentions in his video is that he, uh, he tracks time in 30 minute increments. And to me, I found that to be fairly reasonable. 30 minutes uh, it isn't bad at all, uh, generally, depending on how at least you work or how I work or whatever. Um, I know some people um, either book time in hours or five-minute spurts. I know Elon Musk does five-minute spurts. I generally like to do my um, decisions in 15-minute in intervals, but generally it's like 30 or 45 minutes. So I didn't find his 30-minute uh, time-tracking unit thing uh, to be egregious whatsoever. However, uh, what he doesn't have here, and this is what I've aimed to do, and, and especially as I flush out these thoughts in, in this uh, episode, is that I created a spreadsheet that does document uh, how I spent how I spent my time in thirty minute thirty minute intervals, intervals, intervals. <laughs> yeah, 
clearly I'm not fully awake, but but I started doing this in the week of January 20th. And by the time you hear this, or when it's released, it's going to be the 26th of February, maybe the 27th. Now, that's about four full weeks, four and a half weeks. So uh, I wanted to get at least 30 full, full 30 days. I think I got about five weeks worth of data here. And I'm just going to explain the basics of the spreadsheet that I made. And I'll... I'll link the spreadsheet too in the description. I figure out why not. I mean, if I'm going to talk about it, I might as well link it. And it is quite a, every week. It kind of goes through an iterative process because this is stuff I'm just either figuring out on my own. I'm just applying um, kind of that logic that I've listened to and read um, to this. So I don't think there's anything else like this that exists, at least in this form. Now I will. No, here's a big note. I will say there are time tracking apps. I mainly do it for like uh, like Clockify or uh, or like Harvest or there's there's a lot of them, but a lot of the time tracking apps that I see are done in real time, which is fine. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, but the thing that I don't like about real time time tracking, um, outside of like work, is that you know I tend to be distracted when I'm not focused on work. When it comes to non-work stuff, I'm just I'm distracted. Okay, so this is a good exercise for people like me or people who uh, who get distracted easily to visualize at least like on a screen like uh, on a computer screen maybe mobile I don't know but on a computer screen what is effective what isn't effective and to bring real insights on what you're doing day to day now the big thing about this is that you have to be honest with yourself and how you spend your time and I'm looking at the very first week, and the whole idea is, um, he told, you know, Sam in his video mentions, uh, track, track your time for a full week and see where it's allocated. And I don't know, I, I, he might have implied to do additional weeks, I don't know, but I did additional weeks because I, I prefer to have things that are actionable and then things that I can set goals and work towards. So I'm going to give you a rundown on the first week that I spent my time on. And I'll try, I'll try to visualize the, or, yeah, audio. I'll try to describe the visualization that I'm seeing. That's better. Uh, for the time units spent. And I, it, it's a, I would say it's a standard spreadsheet uh, on my like, x-axis. I have all of the uh, days of the week. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Keep it simple. And then, uh, and then on my A column essentially on the y-axis or whatever uh, I have the time in 30 minute increments starting at midnight so 12 12 31 so on and so forth easy nothing too crazy there then I color-coded uh, each block and I kept it simple uh, I like to think of things in the rules of three uh, I feel like if you have two if you have two labels or two decisions it's either or but if you have three I feel like that's just enough uh, decision at all. It's, it's enough things that you're visually seeing and it's not overwhelming especially when it comes to just taking in a chart I mean eventually this is going to be a chart that you create it starts out as a time like a slots of time that you fill in of what you've done and then it turns to a chart when, when it's done throughout the week and the key thing to remember is you want to be honest with what you've done and these are going to be in 30 minute blocks so so you have to remember if you're going to do something 
remember if it's within X 30 minute block, then write it down. And if you're doing multiple things, I highly suggest to not do that. But if you are doing say two things or one thing, and it's like one thing that takes 15 minutes and another thing that takes another 15 minutes, uh, and they're two completely different things, then I would, uh, I would just create like a slash in, in like the, in the box, you know, in, in the cell. Uh, and that, for me, at least when I do things, that signifies like, okay, that's not that might not be might not have been a 30-minute activity, but it might, but it was probably 15 minutes, and then I started 15 minutes on a, on a different one, different activity. So you can make your you can make your cells whatever you want, how you interpret it. But I color coded them in three different uh, items. So I have blue, which just means rest. If I'm just sleeping, that's rest, nothing more. Okay. Then I have high. And then I have cells highlighted in green, which I call value. And this is stuff that uh, if you download like the 80-20 uh, thing from Sam, and you can you can decide it for yourself too, but he just gives a good methodology. And I prefer to stick with that until I feel very comfortable to create my own. But uh, but he's got a good baseline where it's saying like there are things that create value, such as keeping yourself groomed, like showering, doing chores, okay, um, learning or doing, you know, like studying courses, um, reading material, uh, so on and so forth. And then, uh, and work too, I guess. <laughs> but uh, the other one is uh, ineffective, I, I wrote. And that's generally things that aren't going to drive you to your end goal. And for me, my end goal is just to be productive. <laughs> Try to be as productive as I can. Uh, and to limit the amount of shenanigans or like distraction that I have. So anything that's ineffective is more or less, uh, you know, playing video games and uh, like watching Netflix. Those two are the big ones. And then uh, other things that are ineffective technically could be you. You, you could be speed. I can't even speak. Be uh, relaxing like after work the last couple hours. Again, in theory that's ineffective, but. I'm going somewhere with this, trust me. I'm not saying if you are in red, you're completely useless. That's stupid. That, that doesn't make any sense. Um, but it's all going to come together, trust me. So, with the blue, green, red system, uh, it's, e it's easy for me to get started. So, you know, wake up Sunday. I already knocked out 12 a.m. to 7 a.m. Sleep. Done. Then as you go out the day between showering... Uh, and chores, I, I realized after the first week, because um, I tried not, I tried not being active in any, not try not to be active, but I tried to um, live, you know, do like a normal week of kind of what I've been doing, uh, kind of the post-holiday season where I felt like I was in a funk, and I noticed even on Monday, there were at least like eight hours of me playing games or Netflix, and this is on a Monday, and about two hours learning, and then maybe like another hour and a half of doing chores or doing things around the house to kind of make things clean and that's fine actually that's not but like tracking it was the big thing now i did that the rest of the week and between that i'm not going to tell you what i did explicitly every single day i feel like that might be a little bit super long-winded and that's even boring for me um, i might help you go to sleep it could but for me it's it's not, it, 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 I don't I don't find it to be very useful, but by day by day, I'll just go over the first week. Uh, most of it was still sleep, 
Notice the second day, it was like half the day I was working, learning, working. By work, I mean working on clients and doing things or you know, trying to sell work. And then when I wasn't doing that, it was still games or just Netflix or, or you know, still doing family stuff, just out and about. A lot of distractions, really. Uh, and I'm not saying family is a distraction, but I'm just saying more specifically, there are just things uh, when you keep track of, you see, like, oh yeah, like five hours of games, that's not good. Wednesday, uh, Wednesday, the trend kind of continued, and then Thursday, uh, that was like the best day, or literally all work, 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 a lot of work hit, full like 10 hours plus working nonstop, and a lot of things that require uh, chores or eating. So, you know, that was a very minimal day of being distracted. Now, I could add an additional metric here of how happy I feel by the end of the day. And there probably is that you're going to be a direct correlation because it seemed like the days where I played like a lot of games that I didn't get much done because uh, of like the funk, I didn't feel good. I didn't feel great. And this was still during the time where I was still finishing, uh, like doing Whole30 and getting all that stuff. And I think it was like in the middle of Whole30. And I realized that that Thursday when I pretty much worked the whole day and I had very little uh, shenanigans or you know, wasteful time spent or whatever uh, that I was not like feeling sad or as like I don't want to say depressed but like feeling like bummed like I, I didn't feel bummed that day I was like hey I was productive I felt good let's get to the next day <laughs> and and that's weird because like the next day I got up at like five in the morning and I just worked till almost noon. So I already had like seven hours underneath and then it just became the rest of the day. Literally games. <laughs> or just play, it's just or just chilling. And that, you know, this is a Friday, so it's like one of those half early Fridays I took off. Um, but again, that's generally not how I tend to operate and I never noticed how bad it got until I recorded this. And then Saturday was just chores, games, Sunday chores, games, okay, or hanging out with people. And I did, you know, when you see it on the spreadsheet, I see a lot of blue for sleep, and I see some green for productivity, and then I just see a lot of red. And I'm like, okay, visually, this is not good. Out of all the cell blocks, there's just a lot of red. Even like all the way through Sunday, like at 11.30 at night. I was watching the Royal Rumble. It was fun. Don't get me wrong. Um, you know, nothing wrong with that. But just seeing all the red as a whole, that tells the whole story. Like, I can easily see, okay, there are some things that I did that I could easily swap out video game playing to, you know, playing video games to, I don't know, reading a book, learning, like, the latest, I don't know, marketing techniques or reading articles from people who are smarter or just learning things uh, in general that can provide benefits. Or even just working on the podcast. I could spend time updating the site or working on transcribing or find, you know, finding things to make, uh, you know, recording easier. And these are just things I'm thinking off the top of my head. So it's one thing to see kind of the activities and like write in real time. And when I, when I try to do this in real time, I don't, what I don't do is I don't say at 10 o'clock, I'm going to learn or I'm going to study a course. That's, that's not, you know, I have a calendar where I, where I try to schedule what I'm going to do, um, at least for the next day, in like a couple hour blocks, so I don't schedule like 80 different things, it's just one block I'm focusing on this, and so on and so forth. 
And if it's like a lot of smaller tasks and I'm still blocking into one umbrella task, like, you know, one client work, and then I will have a checklist of things I need to do for that day. You know, you know I'll create that. But as for the time tracking itself, as soon as I'm done with a half an hour or maybe every hour, I go back and say, um, you know, what have I done? I'll look at my internet history because most of, most of my work is, is done online. Or I'll try to recall ways that I can remember what I've done in the last hour specifically. Almost not, not to the minute, but, you know, if I'm studying or writing like, courses and writing notes down and just reviewing, you know, that's studying, that's learning. And then, you know, uh, I'll go back and say the last hour I did that. So in the 1030 slot, I've done that. Or the 11 a.m. slot, I've done that. Okay. And... It's, I tried keeping it general at first between like working, learning, games, podcast, and then like chores and food. And I made it pretty simple at first just so I can get in the habit of doing it. Because I don't want to make it overcomplicated. Over it's just pick like eight things to start out with. And I did that. Now, what I decided to do after, um, before I got to the next week, was figure out, you know, I want to quantify this. I want to see, uh, not just see visually, but like, is there a finite number that I can attribute to how productive I'm being? So I have two categories, one that included sleep, and it just lays out the percentages of the day of like how much time was spent. So I did one that includes sleep, which uh, is fine, I guess. Um, but then I wanted to do one that was with no sleep. Or not including sleep because you know sleep schedules can change and weekends vary so I wanted to say like what percentage of the day was full of value that I spent time doing things that at least I categorize as valuable uh, and then the other stuff I categorize as ineffective it still could be valuable but maybe not not effective like um, the best use of time given you know the day of the week or whatever so so I'm gonna focus on the no sleep uh, and I, put, I think I put everything out in formulas where it'll track like the amount of sleep hours and everything else. But the very first week, on Monday, it was 31% value. On Tuesday, 40% value. Wednesday, 50% value. Th like that Thursday, 75% value. Like that was doing work that provided value in some way, shape, or form. Then Friday was 31%, and then Saturday and Sunday was 0%. Okay, which gave me a weekly total at least averaging out of 32.64%. Now, when I, last time I checked, and uh, if we were in grade school, or any school, 32% is, is fail. It's, it's failing. You know, I have time in the day, and I choose to create 33% of it as value, or at least how I thought it was. Now, you know, it doesn't end there, but the first week is that was the goal was just to track, just get in the habit of tracking. And that's, you know, if, if you want to do something like this, track your time for 30 days and put it in units, go ahead and do that. Because uh, I had a lot of questions, too, when I initially read the article uh, that Sam wrote. Uh, he said, like, gamify your life into 100 units. And I'm like, well, how many how many waking hours in a day? Like, is, he says half an hour could be a unit, but then a unit could be literally any waking moment. I think it's really just depending on what you set and what you're focused on. But um, but if you're able and willing to do something and you have the time to do it, I would consider that as an effect as an hour that you could be using and that could be a unit that you're tracking. 
So um, my standard is any waking hour is effective. And uh, so while you know you'd want to say how many units or how many yeah how many units out of out of 100 units like what percentage would you dedicate to say growing your business or learning your craft or even making your day-to-day -day better or exercising meditating it doesn't matter you want you just you, you would just want to at least at that at this point set like a, a number or a figure and what i decided to do in this case was that i looked and i said okay well you know I had two fairly good days, that Wednesday and Thursday, where I at least worked half and pretty effective. Even outside of like work hours, that was still pretty effective. Or, you know, the standard 9 to 5 work hours. Um, but the other days weren't that great, and the weekend was terrible. So, the following week, I decided just to step it up a little bit more and, uh, you know, make the graph more visually appealing uh, and kind of become more, more descriptive in what I'm doing day over day. Um, in these particular units, in these half-hour units. And that's when I refer to that 80-20 war map. And I, I, I think it's all linked um, in the main article that I'm going to link in the description, so feel free to start there and do that and uh, run with it. I'm not going to tell, I'm not, I'm not going to spoon-feed everything for you, unfortunately. I know you guys should be sleeping, and this is just, uh, you know, if you guys are really interested and more curious, you'll click the link, you'll read and watch the article, and, and, or, or you'll watch the video and read it. Uh, and, and there's no other way around it. Uh, if you're going to do it, you're going to do it. And if not, then you're not. Um, but uh, it's just by just letting you guys know. That's just the only, the only thing you need to do is just click the link and actually read and listen. But uh, for the following week, you know, that's after seven days. You know, at, when you track the first seven days, it's not that, it doesn't look good. Is then uh, the next week. Uh, I'm not going to go over too much of what I did, but I'm just going to run the numbers by you. Uh, Monday, uh, when it came to value time, uh, after realizing how terrible I was uh, with, with spending time, I spent that Sunday night, and uh, yeah, I spent that Sunday night and slash Monday morning just planning, trying to get ahead of like what I'm planning during the week. It got me to schedule at least the same day all the way, and not just for like five or six hours, but it got me to really focus on uh, being more productive and by that I mean like you know I was focusing be more proactive with client work that's what I try to do that's what I've always been trying to do and I feel like I lost that in my funk that I've had uh, I spent time reading books taking courses uh, studying a lot and trying to get as many errands and like as I can finish up all the chores as much as I can trying to keep my office clean but try not to spend too much time on it so, even the, that next Monday, I had like 85% uh, of value that I tracked. Very little like watching Netflix and wasn't, did not even play games at all. Um, compared to the week before. Uh, that Tuesday was like an 80%, that Wednesday was 61% effective, uh, Thursday was 75%, and then the, and then the weekend again. Uh, we saw last weekend, that first weekend wasn't that great. It was from like, it was from like 30%, 0 and 0. Um, this time it was 44%, then 21% on that Saturday, and then 43% on that Sunday. And a lot of that had to do with just, you know, just for me doing the things that I've been trying, that I've been wanting to do for the longest time, but been quote unquote holding off. And, uh, and some of that's still like store shopping, um, buying things, still solving problems, uh, cooking meals, 
you know, doing things that are at least more active that I can at least uh, help me long term. You know, if I cook my own meals, for example, or, you know, help cook meals, that's food I can eat throughout the week. I don't have to cook, spend time cooking it throughout, like, the whole week. It's just heating it up and I'm good to go. So saving time long term. And uh, in that whole week, uh, when I ran the numbers, uh, that first week total, I averaged 32.64% being you know, of value. The second week was 58% of being more value. And this is around the time where um, the whole 30 was near winding down, but uh, I felt like uh, both the whole 30 and me and being productive was uh, was was growing. Like we were we were simpatico. And then like week three, which was like the, like the first week of February uh, February third, I, I decided to go up go up go uh, crazy and add like color coding to all of like the sleep and effectiveness and uh, just quick rundown you know that Monday 71% effective that Tuesday literally it was just all day um, 93.75 the only time I didn't actually or I wasn't really productive was from 10 o'clock at night before I went to sleep so that was a super productive day and that's not the brag that's just really impressive when you're actually looking at the whole day uh, and it's something I never you know compared to week one where I was doing like 30% 20% and not even two weeks later, I had a day where it was strictly just focused on being productive. And I was like 93%, 81% that Wednesday. Um, I'm not perfect. That Thursday was 43.75%. So uh, that was, if you see the graph, it'll show. Or I don't know if I want to be super descriptive in the graph, but I'll try to be like, I want to keep it like top level. Because a lot of it's like still personal to like, what I would generally do day to day of like, oh, let's work on this specific project that blah, 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 blah. it's just weird. Um, but that Thursday, I spent a lot of time waiting for people, which is obviously not effective. So that was the reason why it was uh, 43%. But then that Thursday, or sorry, that Friday was 60%. And then Saturday and Sunday was 87 and 80% respectively, which gave me a strong average of being 73.92% productive. That's nuts. Uh, compare that to the week one where it's just 32.64. So that was also the same week where I was wrapping up all 30, and it was great. Uh, and a lot of the stuff I had was mainly just errands, just working on either side stuff or things that can help, uh, you know, help me or my wife or whatever that's I deemed as very productive. So with that right there, after three weeks, went from like 32% just from tracking and just like just the art of tracking it down just got me to realize like holy cow this is stupid on how much time I'm like spending like wasting uh, I don't say wasting it's just not valuable compared to like what I would like to do um, because to me, I mean to be honest in the ideal world I would just play video play video games chilling and kind of do nothing all day but that was like that's like more of an end goal of like after working my butt off to get to that point um, I mean I could you know, I can see people doing that now, and there's nothing really wrong with that. But I just notice whenever I do it, and I haven't like worked or done things to help others or promote or work clients, it, I, I don't know. I, I like I just don't feel as productive or as happy. Uh, so that's just how my brain's wired, I guess. Uh, no knock if you don't do that. I mean, everyone has their own their own tooth to their own horn. So, uh, but. Uh, in regards to like more and being more actionable with like the work that you're trying to do or being productive throughout the day 
um, you know, that trend still continued week over week. Uh, and right now, uh, or sorry, not right now, like the week of 210, this is like, this is going to the fourth week. So we're heading almost into 30 days, days from 21 through days, 21 through 28. Uh, that whole week is mainly just either working on uh, errands uh, or doing things that are like learning, taking courses or working on clients. And that was pretty much the whole week. That Monday was 95%, that Tuesday, in the week of 210, was 88%, uh, Wednesday was 77%, Thursday was 81%, that Friday was 75%, that Saturday was 71%, that Sunday uh, was, a little bit, was a little bit more lax, uh, I had 65%, which gave me a average for that week of 90, or sorry, 79% effective. And that is legit. Now, this is where I'm, like, I'm going to tell you my experience where like there's going to be like it's it's not going to be completely linear linear slope okay um if you can keep or yeah, it's not going to be linear like your progress has to stop at 100% and i'm nowhere close to being fully productive at that rate that would be a goal at some point however uh looking at the last week i'm not including this week this is like the last week like week 5 uh going into tw days 29 plus, so after 30 days. Uh, I did notice, and this is where I want to mention too, like, the actionable, uh, being actionable of what you're doing is going to be key here, especially moving forward, especially as you keep doing this over time, because it's one thing to track time, it's another thing to say, okay, well, so what? Why do I have this? And how do I get to where I want to go? Or do whatever. Uh, so... The last week, uh, it was just a mild week. You know, I had 61% uh, value, then 55% value, then 62% value on that Wednesday. Then that Thursday was still uh, 43%, and then Friday was 85%, and then the weekend was 60% and 67%. So they gave me the last week overall, if it like value time that I've been using, is at 62%. Okay, so. Still, compared from week one, it was almost double of the productivity. And looking at the visuals, you know, I can easily see, okay, like Wednesdays, I'm very generally honed in, um, but Thursdays tend to be my, my weakest day for whatever reason. And then uh, even after having almost an 80% productivity week, like I'll tell you last week, you know, when you're working a lot of uh, like errands and I say errands, it's more like house stuff. Um, and just spending all my time just being super focused. Uh, it it does take a drain on you. Um, I don't want to say it's burnout, but it certainly needed to, to take a step back and be like, okay, let me recalibrate and then move again. So, so that's the big thing is that uh, you know, I can't, I don't expect you guys, if you ever were, were to do something like this and track your time, to continue to have insane improvements over week and week, over week by week. You know, I went from 32, 58, 73 to almost 80%, and then back to like 62. So the name of the game, and here's the actionable part. The name of the game that I see in my head is just improve week over, over week gradually, or at the very least, set a goal of set a goal in mind and then try to continue that for at least three weeks and after that just increase the goal ever so slightly 
And this week, I you know it's only been a couple days, so I can't even say how much I've been working or not working. But uh, I, I think that's a good baseline. Now, what does this mean for you if you are if you are trying to sleep? Because I know a lot of people who listen to this podcast are trying to sleep, and you might be sleeping right now. You know, this might be very dry to some of you, and I don't blame you. But I do think that if we're going to be talking sleep in this case, uh, I say this and I firmly believe it. I think what you do during the day, what you eat, pretty much every single decision or things you do um, does have does have an effect on how you sleep uh, to an extent. And I've noticed, especially in my week, uh, my most productive week is that I've been going to sleep. Um, earlier, either I was relaxing or trying to, or I called everything a day around like 10.30 p.m. at night. Either I was just relaxing, like either laying down or just being super calm or you know, I wasn't doing anything that was, that was, uh, I, I want to say distraction. It was just calm, you know, my, my serenity time. And it was pretty consistent around 10.30 at night or 11 o'clock at night every single night. Uh, the, you know, the, I only had one exception and that was like a Saturday. And I noticed that worked really well. And then afterwards, the week where I wasn't as productive, uh, it seemed like I wanted to rest more. I wanted to go to, like, I wanted to relax and call it a day a lot earlier, like at 9 o'clock. Or, yeah, 10, 9, 9 o'clock, or maybe even later, but it wasn't so much, uh, cons- it wasn't as consistent as I would like. So my sleep times would vary between, like, 10.30 or midnight. Um, and I would just kind of, you know, unwind a lot longer throughout those days and it wasn't like the work was even more intense it, like, it, was, it just seemed like it was a it was just too much compared to the week prior and that's all and now looking at like all the weeks like either prior or moving forward it's like well my sleep habits say like even this week and I like I don't want to say I'm great because I'm not as a matter of fact I'm not this is like the opposite here I've been going to sleep at 11.30 at night on Monday and Tuesday, which is terrible. Like, I record my episodes on Wednesday, and here we are. Like, that's probably the reason why I've been feeling a little bit groggy, is that my sleep quality isn't that great at the moment. Or I'm going to say, I'm not, I can't say it's been, not that, I can't say it's not been that great. I'd say it's actually been pretty good, but if you listen to my episode last week, or earlier this week, about waking up, I've been really focused on trying to wake up a lot earlier. But going to sleep at 11.30 at night does not help me wake up at 6.30 in the morning. Um, as, as a matter of fact, it's slowly been going backwards. And my wake-up times have, have gradually been increasing from like 7 to 7.15 and now it's 7.30. See, that's no bueno. And when I'm able to look at these time units spent, you know, I can I can see that on my chart. And, I'm, and I can say like, oh, you know, as opposed to one straight block of getting up at like 7 a.m. every day, it's like, no, it now seeps into other blocks and that shouldn't be the goal. So if you are trying to sleep or if you're trying to set a schedule or if you're trying to figure out like your consistent schedule or what you need to do day in and day out or even just regards to sleeping, like how you're sleeping, the quality of sleep, I think as, as lame as it sounds, <laughs> creating a spreadsheet and just creating three different colors is just easy just to say, okay, what's, what's rest, what's effective and what's ineffective. I don't think, uh, you know, it, it doesn't have to be super complicated. Like, the details can be as complicated as you want it to be. 
Um, but you could really just say I'm sleeping or I'm being productive or I'm just, you know, uh, lollygagging and you, know, you, you can just call it like those three things. Um, but I find that the more descriptive you are when you fill out those units and not like to say like what you, what you did verbatim because you're going to spend more time describing what you're doing than actually doing it. But keeping things categorized uh, in, in your spreadsheet. And I would use that 80-20 reference guide uh, that I, I linked in the description as a good starting point to copy um, what they write there and then paste it. Um, the 80-20 guide also, he, he assigns dollar values. I don't, I don't know if I mentioned that earlier and what he believes. So um, I'm not going to dive too much into the logic and whether or not I agree or disagree with it. Uh, honestly, that's moot. So, um, but you can use those as baselines on quantifying like how much time you're using if you wanted to take it to that next step, which I, I do because I'm very anal and I love spreadsheets. Uh, so uh, that's just me. And I feel like that's only going to... I feel that out of the whole population like one percent of the people would actually go that far uh, because it just because it does seem a little bit extra um, but in the same vein i feel like maybe like 20 percent of the people who listen to this podcast will do it um only because i just i'm starting to believe that i have uh i don't know it seems like the people who listen to this podcast um are more like me than i think <laughs> uh, i don't know you know, like, I don't, I don't know, I, I try to talk about things that interest me and people keep downloading and listening. So my, my only logic is that, okay, well, either you guys enjoy what I'm talking about, or you guys are like me, which you would, enjoy, you would enjoy listening to what I'm talking about, or at least a decent amount, if you guys are regular listeners. If you're first time listeners, then you, uh, you probably are thinking that I am nutso and you're not too far off. <laughs> no, but, uh, but but really though, um, tracking your time, uh, I'll I'll create the basic spreadsheet uh, for you, and I'll keep the first week on um, for you guys to use as reference, and maybe the second week too, because I just want to have like formulas and colors and numbers. But but uh, yeah, if you guys are really interested in me making any changes or things that. Uh, that might fit for you because all the things I wrote are more specific for me, such as like, um, you know, building a website and, you know, or doing specific courses or, or analyzing time and reflection and self-analysis or meditating or whatever. Uh, it just seems like it's a little bit involved for someone who's just trying something new. Like, I like to think of things as like a level one. So like, if you're just getting started, just keep it simple. Like, there's nothing more to it. Like, sleep, you know, sleep, work, solving problems, chores, whatever, or watching TV, those things, okay? I don't know, I would just create like eight or nine different things, put it in a conditional format. Maybe I'll do that, yeah, I'll do that in real time. Um, but what I was thinking too, um, talking more about next level stuff, my next level, I mean, just things that, uh, well, things that will make it easier for you guys to get involved and track your time uh, because I wouldn't be talking about this if I didn't find it to be effective. I take that back. If it wasn't effective, I'd still be talking about it, but I wouldn't be telling you guys to give it a shot because if it was a failure, I'd still be creating this podcast episode and be like, oh man, this is terrible. I'm, I'm atrocious. But, but yeah, I think keeping it simple. So if you have a podcast or if you have things, you know, work or side hustles that you're, that you're doing, 
um, or even just planning a side hustle or just, you know, doing whatever. Uh, I think this is very valuable. Uh, again, there, there are other apps or there are apps that tell you what, you, what you're doing in real time and they do separate them into categories. But I, like I said, I don't find that to be as effective because that does require, uh, I don't wanna say it's, it's easy because you press it and it keeps track, but uh, every time I do that, I do that stuff in real time, uh, it's fine, but I notice that's a bit of a bother, a little bit more of a bother than just looking at a sheet and saying, okay, in the last hour I worked. Okay, copy paste work. I don't, have to, I don't have to open an app, I just stop, I just keep my spreadsheet up in a different monitor and just fill in the blanks. Now it does require discipline, I have to mention, it does require discipline to do the units of time and there are, there are days where I miss it, like I might start it out and I catch up with my sleep and fill, up, fill everything in and I just say like, I might include, hey I'm doing work, I'm building stuff, okay, well started at 9 and then I realized it's already like 8 o'clock at night and I might have done three or four different things so so for me at least if you have, if you do stuff online um, it's a lot easier for you just to do control history and then check that and check your progress and what you've done it might take like five minutes but honestly I would find that analysis and catching up to be worth it especially if you're going to look back and say oh okay yeah I've been doing things that I've, that I've been doing great or am I just doing things that I've been avoiding? Uh, and uh, yeah, it's up to, it's, like I said, it's up to the person itself who's filling in the, the cells to decide, okay, well, what is, what am I doing here? You know, what action is this or what action is valuable? And for me, just, like I said, the ineffective stuff is mainly just things that don't provide any value that, that you know, we all know we should be doing. Or if you listen to Gary Vaynerchuk once in a while, everything he yells about with hustle. Like, if you're not doing hustling, that's not, you know, that's a waste. Uh, I want to go that extreme, but um, it isn't a bad baseline. Um, but there's some things I would put, like, for ineffective would be, like, one is waiting on others, like, waiting for appointments, and you're kind of stuck in dead time. Uh, relaxing, depending. Like, relaxing at night, technically. Uh, if you're trying to unwind, that's great, but... Um, you can just start measuring the amount of relaxation that you're doing. So if you're relaxing from like 6.30 to like 10 o'clock at night, like, I don't know, like, you'd have to assess does your work day life require you to have four hours of downtime for every eight hours working? I don't know. That's up for you to decide. That's up for your job, whatever to decide. Um, but the key, or even with sleep, like, am I going to sleep at midnight every night or 11.30 at night? Well, if I keep tracking it here, Maybe I can go back in the day and see, like, okay, well, maybe, maybe because I've been avoiding things I should be doing, like paying bills or finances. And I know I sound like an I sound like an adult. And if you guys are, I can imagine some twenty-two-year-old listening and being like, "Man, Joey, you are such a lame-o." Um, and you're right, I am. But, but <laughs> these are things um, that, for me, um, bring clarity. And everyone has their own prerogative, so. So yeah, that's what I would do, uh, or that's what I've been doing, I should say. And uh, like I said, I, I'm not gonna complain about the results. I feel like I've been more productive, at least uh, my day-to-day -day productivity when the day's over, I can say like, oh yeah, you know, I've been working on being productive, or not, not say working on, but like I'm, I'm more productive than before. And it's, and I don't know, I, 
I'm usually someone who gets distracted very easily. Uh, and uh, I do mention this very sparingly, but I do have like mild ADHD, and I don't. Now I'm now I'm going to be talking about non non uh, time stuff here. So I, I tend to do this once in a while, but I really don't go out of my way to tell people about it. Uh, not because like it's a stigma or whatever. Like I feel like ADHD people can have the ability to hyperfocus more than regular people. Um, it's a double-edged sword because uh, if you find something you really really like doing or you're obsessed with, uh, you're gonna learn it, and you're gonna learn it a lot easier than the average Joe, uh, someone who doesn't have ADHD. Uh, it's just the art of of working through it or fi or finding what works for you. And I see people saying, like, oh, it's a way to cope. And I'm like, that's not really coping. It's adapting. Uh, coping makes it sound like you're, you're, you're victimized, at least in my opinion. And I don't feel victimized. Uh, you know, it's me. And really, at the end of the day, I think there was a saying that says, you know, um, if you find a psychologist book without, uh, without, a, without you being identified, yeah, if, like, if you're unable to find your personality identified in a psychologist book, then you, then, then you just give it, then you've effectively written a new chapter all by, all by yourself. Like, anything can be identifiable with enough people that, that have the same traits. And, uh, and that's why I think, like, what people still talk about ADHD is, like, the biggest gr growing, I don't know if it's epidemic, it's not bad, but, like, it's, it's like, the quote-unquote mental dis disorder or something like that. I don't know. That, that they even call a disorder, but it's like a, I would just call it a personality trait, more specifically. Uh, it's just people le learning different, at least at that that level. Um, but that's that's going to be a discussion at another time, and probably another podcast in another place. Uh, but this is like, I don't know, I just like I just like talking about random things once in a while. That's the point of the podcast, you know, so you guys don't have, it's like, don't let your mind race, let my mind race for you. That almost sounds like a good catchphrase. Like, yeah, I might, I might, I'm gonna write that down. Don't let your mind race. Let my, let my mind race for you. I like that. But uh, real. Let's. But going back to what I was talking about prior, um, for me visually, and for me how I've always worked and operated, even as I, even in companies or how I set goals. It's very easy to get distracted, and I love playing video games. So for me, it's like it's turning everything itself into a game, uh, or t or finding like a little missions or little little games for me to focus um, while achieving whatever I'm trying to do. Um, that helps like that helps the check mark in the like, overall grand scheme of whatever's. And that's the same thing that I've done with like with school. You know, like how do I go to college? Well study <laughs> that's it i make it a game or when i started working you know at an e-commerce company what do i do well i can copy paste descriptions all day or i can make it a game to say well how many can i fill out in a day cool well how efficient can i be with it cool all right now i'm here when i have all, now i have all this extra time what do i do well how do i help out the company maybe they'll give me time cool so uh, I don't know. That's it. That, that's essentially how I've operated. It's always just been games. Um, even yeah, every company I just try to turn it into a game. It's like, well, we're here. Well, how do we go there? Just turn it into a game. Uh, so it makes the day-to-day -day activities seem a lot more fun, uh, or at least at the bare minimum, transferring that to the time units. Like it, it makes it trackable. And 
my key takeaway, I don't have a lot of them, but the biggest key takeaway is that after every week, you know, every Monday morning, I can go back and like add, plug in the numbers of like well, how much was effective day to day and how much was effective for the week. And I can say, okay, well, last week was 62%, even though I had almost an 80%. I know I'm capable of at least barely 80%. So let's make, let's make that a goal. Okay. Or make it, maybe you make it smaller, like saying, okay, like our huge goal is 80%. Like we can get there by the next month. Great. But in the meantime, we're three weeks away and I had 62%. So maybe this week aim for 65%. The next one, 70. Next one, 75. And then by the end of March, 80. You can go ahead and do that. Make that little games, little steps. Or if you're more intense, knowing me too, <laughs> I like to go all or nothing. But I can't do 100% working. That's a, That just seems terrible. Uh, and I've done that before. It's miserable. Um, so, so going 80% makes the sense like i almost had 80 percent, so i'll make that my goal um, for this week or the following week or whatever uh, it's just yeah i think it's just uh logical to me it's, okay so like 80 percent, i'll make that a goal for this week and if i don't get it then uh hopefully i will be in, i will look at this week compared to last week and say well did i improve did i not improve am i trending in the right direction am i trending in the wrong direction you know why? You know why did that happen? Where did I spend my time at? Like was I was I socializing too much, or did I just I don't know get caught up in video games randomly in the day? I don't know. Uh, so it's I don't know for me I find that to be like an interesting decent hack. Um, like I said, it's not I'm not gonna say it's my idea whatsoever. Time tracking is nothing new. Uh, as a matter of fact, the uh, concept, again, I had to give credit where credit is due, at least, or at least where I found it was from Sam Ovens. Um, I created this spreadsheet to make it easier, um, so that's cool, but uh, but the idea itself is just to track your time, and I, I just think tracking it, like, right after, like, almost every hour or, or every half an hour is going to be the most fresh, real experiences that you're documenting, and it can just be top level. And, like, yeah, you know, even if you work for like nine to five and you travel thirty minutes, you can just say from eight thirty to nine you travel. That's it, and you can decide if that's effective or ineffective. I don't know. Then you could say work from like eight to five, or what if you happen to not work? Okay, like if you take an hour for lunch, put the lunch in. You you could start visualizing like okay, well here are these pockets of time where I can bring in more value. And if you're working, and your work doesn't it isn't like mentally or physically taxing then you can kind of just think about that you're like well i was at lunch for an hour but my work really isn't too tough so like yes this work is effective and then that's when you can kind of either quantify like it's effective but like what's the quant like what's how you answer the question well how effective is it yeah so hopefully that helps you guys i probably should do more videos now that i think about it but if I do videos talking about this stuff, you guys are going to be awake. Maybe not. Maybe you guys are sleeping already. But if you are sleeping, think about spreadsheets. They'll change your life. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not joking. <laughs> they, they will change your life, guys. Trust me when I say that. Like, I love the spreadsheets. I live in spreadsheets. Everything is visible. You can cater whatever scenarios you like in spreadsheets, do formulas, do everything else. I, I sound like an old man, but 
But just looking at everything visually like this, uh, it's just simple. I scroll up, I scroll down, I see three colors, and I'm like, okay, okay, I'm doing good or bad. Well, how do I fix it? That's it. Those are the questions you ask, and it, that's it. So, I had I had another side rant, but I figured this is going to be a little bit too ranty. I don't want to spend too much time ranting, and and to be honest, I'll I'll close this podcast in the next four minutes, just giving you kind of a a very brief rundown of kind of my logic in in when I create podcast episodes. So, uh, if you're sleeping, then you'll never you'll never listen to this. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know why I laughed like that, but. If you are still awake, um, and occasionally, I wouldn't surprise me if some of you do listen during the day, uh, but generally, like I said, this is more of a sleeping podcast, but if you happen to be awake, a lot of the ideas I have for this podcast are generally written either a day or two, or maybe a couple hours before I decide to record. Uh, the biggest reasons why I do that is because I don't like planning out episodes that are a week out. Uh, it's not, not a week out, but I don't like to let ideas stew for so long. Uh, podcast episodes, because uh, if I write it down, it's great. But if I am practicing it, I don't take that back. If I if I write it down, it's great. But if I'm taking action on creating an episode concept that might seem a little bit loony or zany, I t- will overthink it if I have it safe for so long. Like if I don't if I don't have it, it if I don't record it relatively fast i'll overthink i'll say well is this what you know am i supposed to say this or do i have to overthink and worry about that and then i'll never get anything done so i do a lot of my research like the night before or 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 it might just be research that i've done in the past and i'll pull that up and i'll try to create a least segment list of things that i I want to talk about i don't know if i actually ever do but at least I have talking points for me to work off of. And I'd rather have the focus on that versus just me thinking, is this a good idea or is that a good idea? Now, it sounds weird because I also have the 100 startup app ideas and I try to give the logic of, hey, you guys can take these ideas. Um, these might be good. These might be bad. Uh, I know a lot of people are gun shy with ideas. They think theirs is like the greatest thing ever. But 99% of the people don't actually take action, so I feel like that's that's absurdly selfish. Uh, so, at least giving away ideas for free. Uh, unfortunately, those are only ideas and not full concepts, but if you are someone who really liked the 100 Ideas series, I am considering uh, doing fewer ideas per episode with more flushed out actions behind it. Uh, but... I'm starting to think if I started giving more fleshed out actions, uh, I would actually have done the action myself. So it's kind of like a chicken and egg thing. It's either I'm going to be creating it and then talking about it or thinking about creating it but still doing all the work and let someone else do all the work and make it happen. Um, Either way, it's probably going to be fine. I don't mind it. Um, But how I envision certain things is not going to be the same as what other people would generally do. So, um, so that's why I'm just like, if I did this, well, someone's going to go in and probably make it better, which is, like I said, it's fine. Um, actually, I have no point to that. So, sorry I wasted your last three minutes, because I, I thought I was going somewhere with that, but I wasn't. But that's, uh, that's, the <laughs> if you're not sure the kind of a podcast, what kind of podcast this is, uh, 
this is pretty much it. Alright, guys. Thank you very much for listening. And I'm sorry if you're still awake. But until next time... Well, first, eat a mandarin. Remember, eat a mandarin before you go to sleep. Helps you feel good, taste good. And I have to spread the, I have to spread the mandarin word. Also, if you are still awake and it's still 2 a.m., You've been hearing me say this the last few episodes, and I'm not going to stop. Okay? If it's like 4 a.m. and you got to get up at 7, you can't go back to sleep. Get up. Get up right now. Go to the computer. And write about anything. Just write a paragraph about a dream that you wish you had, or, or write about why you'd want to be sleeping right now. I don't know, write about anything. Open up Google Docs. You don't need to have Microsoft Word. Just write something down. I don't care. Write anything down. It could be a blog article you always wanted to write. It could be an idea that you have. Just write it down. Save it as... Save it as insomnia thoughts. Okay? Or call it productive thoughts. One or the other. You can't go to sleep. You go... You, you gotta flip the script on yourself. You know you can't sleep. You're probably overthinking about sleeping. It happens to me all the time. And you might as well get the best out of what you're doing. Of course, as soon as you think about doing that, and your body says never mind, you're probably gonna fall asleep anyway in two minutes. So you're either gonna do it or you're gonna fall asleep. At least that's what works for me. So good luck. Give that a shot. And until next time, take care and dream easy.